Hey everybody, welcome to Teenagers with Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around and talk about teenagers in tightly colored clothing fighting monsters. And boy, uh, this one has some problems. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm Zach. Uh, and today we have a double guest episode. Joining us is our friend Iris. Hello. And our new friend Morgan. Hello. Well, not my, I mean, not my new friend, but for you all the, out there in the listening audience might be a new friend. So, I, hooray, n- new friend I day. was on one Audio Entropy podcast probably four years ago, because that was when I was using a different name. Yay! <laughs> so, there you go. Yeah. Well, we've had... That is something... We've had a lot of name changes on Audio Entropy, which is cool. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> sure uh, but, may, but maybe confusing to, to people, but hey, you know, you can you can figure it out. I believe in you, audience. Um, <laughs> Not so, all of us chronicle it in an actual play or <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, uh, there's, a lot, there's a lot of different ways, and they're all valid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So... Before we uh, we kind of get started, uh, we have to do our traditional thing, which is we have a new guest, which means, Morgan, tell me about your history with Power Rangers. Okay, so I guess dating back to Mighty Morphin, um, when I was very young, about 10 years old, there was this uh, show that I really loved called Transformers. Yeah. Now, Transformers was a show about giant robots, but I wasn't getting enough giant robot content in my life. <laughs> and so this new show came on called Mighty Morphin Power Rangers that had big robots and they transformed and they did a lot of the things that I was looking for. So I was like, okay, cool. And I watched the show for a couple of years. I watched all the way through... Zeo and I think dropped off for Turbo, then came back with the promise of space <laughs> because it crossed over with another show that I liked for that was unfortunate, um, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um, in an episode that I thought was super cool at the time, and I'm pretty sure isn't. I I mean um, we we made fun of it a lot on here when we when we got to it, but like. Honestly, the fact that it happened is still cool. Like, I'm glad that that exists. It's a bad episode of television, but I'm glad it happened. It is. It's, it? it's great. Like, all those uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, WB ads where, you know, Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh is talking with, like, I don't know, the King of the Hill guy. And you're just like, what the <laughs> fuck? I, yeah. I, I have to ask you, who is your favorite turtle? Donatello. Oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am a like crazy inventor character across all of my favorite childhood I, shows. <laughs> I'm a uh, listeners might remember. I am a big Ninja Turtles fan. And I think I've, I eventually realized that my favorite actually pretty heavily depends on like which series, because even though they have, like very similar characterizations, there are like different. Like, yeah, I, I really yeah. like like uh, in Rise of the 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 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, they make Raphael the leader, and it like he's still Raphael, but it, it's like really an interesting way to 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 take him. And I like really so he's like my favorite in that one, but probably not in the other ones. But 
I think if you have to, if you like really ask me, I would still probably say Michelangelo because he was my favorite when I was a kid. And yeah, he's understandable. That's valid. Uh, Donatello was probably not my favorite in Rise just because he was kind of a jerk, I felt like. They made him, yeah, they made him kind of like, he's like a little cringe, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. In in that show. Because uh, they made him like uh, they really lean into the nerd thing. I I felt like so. How about yeah. you, Iris? Who is yours also Donatello? Yeah, yeah, mine is Donatello. I I haven't seen Rise, so um, it's really good. I, I have I have no yeah. idea what he's like there. I mostly only ever watched like the original cartoon. I saw the one like movie they did with like the two different turtle eras. Oh yeah, that was fun. Okay, uh, uh, and then I, I've forever. seen like the the shockingly like good um turtles movies from what was it like the 90s 80s yeah i mean yeah those movies rule yes the the 90s did you see the the third one where they travel back in time to feudal japan not yet i've only seen the first one so far (laughs) the first one is the first one is a classic they kind of peter off from there the second one has vanilla ice in it those (laughs) those, those turtle suits though like wow they're really good they're yeah. incredible yeah. actually it, they're the kind of thing that like i i understand that we just aren't in a world where that's going to happen because we've decided we want to do cgi but like i wish we could i feel like the biggest reason i miss practical effects is cuz like i know how much money gets thrown at movies now and if you put that much money on like a, a animatronic suit. I would love to see what that would look like. Oh now. my god, that would be yeah. so good. Yeah. yeah, it would look. <laughs> yeah, it'd be incredible. Uh, if you have not seen it, the new Willow show that came out on Netflix. I saw some gifts I think it was from Netflix. it. Yeah, it's it is amazing to go back and watch because it is animatronics in the modern era, and it's That's just cool. like it is really cool and really. I was. I did not watch a lot of it when I was... Uh, did I say Willow or did I say Dark Crystal? You said Willow. Willow. Did you did mean, you mean Dark, Dark Crystal? Crystal? I meant Dark Crystal. Okay. I meant Dark Crystal. I did watch the, the Willow. most recent Dark Crystal show on Netflix, and that was awesome in terms of, okay. like... It looked... It's a beautiful show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, I get, I, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, just to follow that off, I fell off Power Rangers for a while, got back into it with uh, Maho Sentai Magi Ranger. Okay, uh, nice. When I was in college and then have been watching Super Sentai on and off until today, um, I have a decent enough grasp of Japanese that I can sit and play a game and have a Super Sentai series on on the other screen. And that bad. is honestly the best way to watch a Super Sentai series. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, that I is something that. I, I feel like. I feel like um, that that is also true of Power Rangers, which is to say, I love the show. I've been doing this podcast for a long time, but like, I, I mean, it's for kids, right? And that's yeah. fine. But I cannot devote my entire attention to Power Rangers. I have to be doing <laughs> something else also because it's yeah. not. It, it, it yeah. is, does not uh, demand your full attention most of the time. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, cool. Well, that's awesome. Uh, and I, I wanted to. So, Iris, have you done anything Power Rangers related since last time you were on? That's Not this time. Sorry. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Nothing. Um, but I, I did want to 
both of you told me before uh, hand that that you checked out the the Gingaman episode. <laughs> so even though Emily is not here, we get to go to the uh, the Gingaman Galleon, which is where <laughs> I guess this time uh, Morgan is going to tell us about what this episode is like in Gingaman, because in, in this one, it's pretty slapdash. So. The Gingaman Galleon. Give us a quick idea of what it's like in the, in the Sentai so that we can, can kind of make those comparisons while we watch this episode. Sure. So in the Sentai, uh, Bisnelia or Deviat has a plan to harness the pa- the cosmic power of a comet, um, okay. and then transfer that into Titanics. The problem is it will kill whoever they go to have go out and do that. Okay. Um. So they call in this guy. Uh, Degius, um, okay. who is Loyax in okay. uh, the, in Power Rangers, and he's just coming in. He looks really depressed. By the way, the episode is called "The Monster of Sadness." If that gives you some context, <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> so he yeah. he is called in because they're like, this guy has the depression. He'd be up for it. Yeah, he's he we, he's gonna die. Is yeah. basically the idea. Okay. And they come in and they're like, don't worry, don't worry, you'll be fine. And he's like, oh, I, I know this will kill me. Um, smash cut over to the colorful little ranch where all the rangers live. Mm-hmm. And the yellow ranger, who is in the Japanese Hikaru and um, a boy, uh, is frantically just practicing his sword because he's in a bad way... Um, Huga, the uh, Magna Defender, um, has basically gone off and done some kind of self-destructive behavior. He is training with um, with Bucketrace, uh, Kelger, okay, Kegler, Kegler, um, yeah. how to use this like big magic axe thing, but in doing so is also like kind of destroying himself because he had to drink a magic potion that took away his earth so his magic all oh, right his yeah power magical power yeah got it so hikaru's a little messed up about all this um and so basically things start happening like they do in the power rangers uh Degius shows up starts smashing rocks to get their attention they show up Stuff happens like it does in the episode, which we will go over. Yeah. Um, and then after they get out of the cave, Degius is starting to get moved by Hikaru's warrior spirit. He, all this time he has been saying, this is going to be important later, all this time he's been saying like, oh, you're so young, you're so young and impulsive, you're so young and impulsive, mm-hmm. uh, which they changed to something else in the Power Rangers. Yeah. Oh, as good. boy, sure, they sure do. <laughs> Um, and he's like, okay, dude, we're going to fight because like, it turns out what happened is I used to defend a bunch of planets. I used to be a good dude, but every time I defended a planet, somebody I knew or something that I love was destroyed. So he's basically just like, no matter what I did, I lost things and I lost things and I lost things. And I finally just kind of gave up and joined the villains. Right. Um, so I want to fight you 
to kind of get this all, get yeah. myself in a better place. You've already fixed both of the main issues I have with this episode <laughs> with this. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah um, well. So they have a fight. Um, it's a big epic fight. And in this fight, uh, the Yellow Ranger slashes through his sword, breaking it in half and knocking him to the ground. And then he, as Degius is sitting on the ground, he's like, finish me off. This is the way it has to be. And, he, and Hikaru goes to him and says, I can't finish you off. You are a true warrior. I could feel your heart and your sword. You know, come on, fight with me one last time. And they reach out their hands and he gets shot in the back with um, like a syringe rum container. Oh, yeah. That's the like grow thing in the. Yeah. In, yeah. Um, so the one thing that I forgot to mention that is very important is when they send him on this mission, they affix a bracelet to him or like okay. just a, I don't know, a thing on his arm. You'll see it in the episode. Yeah. That is supposed to do the power transfer. Okay. But, uh, what's deviat basically points out is oh by the way this thing can also control you i sure, didn't tell great. you at the time because it wasn't going to be important but now that you're kind of not going with the plan yeah of course you know um so they fight and surprisingly enough the comet comes by uh uh delius knocks away the rangers sticks his arm up channels the power and does Ooh. send it over to Titanix, reviving Titanix. Oh, cool. So this is like episode 40. This is what sets the end of the series in motion. Oh, wow. So this is way earlier and not nearly as important in this uh, in this version. So that's interesting. Huh. Yeah. And the, the cosmic energy going through him kills him. And as he's dying, he laments, I've betrayed another planet. Bummer. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and then he falls over and dies. And then they have an end. Then everyone on the Titanics is like, fuck yeah, boat's working. We can. I forget what their grand plan was. I think it's to steal all the power of Earth. Um, and the Rangers sit on the beach and find the broken sword and are like, you tried so hard and you worked, you know, this was your thing. But in the end, that's it didn't work out for that's you. That's incredibly dark. <laughs> like, yeah, that's I did not realize that was because I, you know, in this they they, you know, it's it's not like well done, but they do go like, ah, you had an honorable death, and that's uh, <laughs> that's very different in that version. That, that scene is very similar, but the context makes yeah. a lot more sense if you take it in the like, oh, the sword was. Hikaru was the one who broke the sword. Right. So, like, this is a symbol of him killing this person. Right. Indirectly. It's it's really good. Um, I have watched all of Ginga Man. I would suggest it to anyone else. Yeah, um, I've heard it's a really good series. I'm glad that you brought up, like, the, the actual episode and were able to do a detailed summary. Because, like, I noticed while I was watching this that it seemed like they were using a lot of the original clips. And so I was kind of curious, like, mm, yeah. if they did that because they were doing a more faithful adaptation. And if I and just going by the only the only online summary I could find uh, with any sort of detail, which was on like the, the Ranger wiki. Yeah, I would have figured that they actually did a, a fairly faithful adaptation. <laughs> 
Well, it's, because it leaves out a lot of that context. The broad strokes are yeah. close, but we'll we'll talk about why yeah. the stuff that's different for sure. I think one of the things that's been interesting about Lost Galaxy is like, despite the fact that it's set on a fucking giant like flying space colony, uh, a lot of the episodes are like one f- one for one or pretty close to Gingaman, which is not set on <laughs> on a flying space colony. Uh, yeah, so it's always kind of surprise. And then and then there are some that you know there there are also episodes mostly like the plot episodes for Lost Galaxy use like zero Sentai footage, and then a lot of the filler ones like use a lot more. So it's yeah. It's when they when they want to do a plot episode, they kind of don't follow that stuff. And then when they're they're doing your weekly monster stuff, they they follow it more. So yeah, so this is episode uh, twenty seven, Loyax's last battle of Power Rangers Lost Galaxy, uh, and we're not going to keep you in suspense about what the thing is that is uh, replacing, oh, you're so young and, and impulsive, because we open on the Rangers sparring, uh, and um, uh, we have uh, our Yellow Ranger, uh, who in our Power Rangers version here is, of course, a girl, uh, Maya, and fighting the uh, Green Ranger, Damon. And in sparring, they are unmorphed sparring, and she pretty much beats the crap out of them, uh, which, you know, Damon's their science guy. He's not really uh, usually kind of put up to be the best fighter, but, like, she beats him up. And then Damon is like, oh, wow, pretty good for a girl. And if you don't (laughs) like hearing that, it's a bad episode for you, uh, (laughs) unfortunately, because... It's it's one of those Power Rangers does this thing constantly where it's like it wants to show you that something is not good and obviously like depiction is not uh 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 what's the phrase uh, depiction does not equal um endorsement endorsement thank you I was gonna say agreement uh but they just do it so many times at t- while telling you it's not good. That it it's still like man. <laughs> it, uh, my second note here is just oh, this episode is about gender. Yeah. Yes, of uh-huh. course it is. Yeah, yeah. It, not only is it about gender, but it's like I guess I think the reason it irritates me is because like it sounds like in the Gingaman episode uh, that you know he, he, they contrast like I'm this extremely old warrior, you're young and impulsive, and like. Uh, and, and that's the difference between us. But like in this Loya, you know, spoilers for 10 minutes from now, but Loyax is, is going to keep being like, oh, you're a good fighter for a girl. But like, there's nothing she's doing. It's literally just like, you know, girls aren't supposed to fight, I guess that's it. It's not like she is doing anything that would make that like, some kind of relevant relevant comment <laughs> to the fight. It's just it's it, literally it's a very just that. weird yeah. thing to have a like one of the main rangers just suddenly say in episode twenty seven. Yeah, that's when too, like yeah. you think normally if you were gonna make a kid's show and you were like, we're gonna like have a sexism episode, like you would try and do that early on. 
Cause yeah. like that's usually and, like yeah. the that's usually like a character trait of like one of the one of the characters is like There's, they, they, they have to get over it. They have yes. to be like, oh, girls can fight evil too. Yeah. And right. not like, oh, suddenly in our fun adventure where we are practicing in the park for some reason. We have brought all of our training equipment to the park. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And now I'm going to tell you, you know, like, I'm a ship mechanic. I'm not trained in fighting. I'm still surprised a girl could beat me. Just like... Who... Mm. Who... Who is from, like, a jungle tribe, which is its own problem, but, like, <laughs> sure I would think you would be, yeah, of course she can beat your ass. You're a mechanic. Like, this is, I would You're- think she would be more uh, physically, like, apt. <laughs> Yeah. If you spend your entire life climbing up trees to just sit in them and talk with, like, your Ginga Beast friends, yes. of course you're going to be more ripped than somebody who doesn't. Right, exactly. Yeah. And It's th- just a, such sh- a bizarre to br- thing to bring up this late in the game where they've had yeah. a bunch of fights already, and presumably no one has ever brought that up before. And we've, yeah. ta- we've talked about this on the show before, but, like, it, it's not... Like, Power Rangers has some good like girl power stuff but like a lot of times when trying to make like girls are good points it it unfortunately does it by like first leaning into like stereotype stuff about like there was the episode where the pink and, and yellow ranger rangers like get into a fight uh it's not even really about the fact that they're girls, but everything that they fight over is like immediately a huge stereotype. So it's just like, why? I know that I I feel like, like many things with power Rangers, it's like you try to cast diverse and you, you know, you have like the heart is usually in the right place, but you know, they, they often don't do a great job with it. Um, Yeah. So, we we have this, and then we cut up to the uh, the Scorpion Stinger, the bad guy ship, uh, and we've got uh, Trakina, uh, who uh, you know is is uh, a queen who they've never you know they've never been like oh she's a girl she can't fight she just couldn't <laughs> fight before because she was like. Uh, pampered basically, but now she can kick ass and is you know super scary oh, and still wears uh, the, just oh, no. the best makeup. So I don't see why we gotta bring up the girl thing. I it is a super weird thing also because Loyax comes in and is not like oh a girl king right yes he's just like my yeah. queen I am here to serve you let right. me let me let me be loyal. Um, one thing I need to bring up. Is her choker just drawn on, on in body paint? That's a good question. No, it's not. It's it is spandex that has holes in it. Uh, which, well, actually, I'm looking at it. Now. It if it is, then it is done in the style of the rest of her outfit because her outfit is spandex that has these like uh, uh, perfectly manicured in it. Holes, yes. Yeah. Uh, but I'm looking at it, and it is, you know, standard def, uh, so I can't super tell, but it does kind of look like it is drawn on. I- I've never noticed that before. I'll have to keep an eye on it. Blown um, up on the TV, I was just like, where where does her outfit end and her body paint begin? <laughs> <It's> just- <laughs> it- 
It's actually the, a the Joe Toro of of uh, yeah. Power Rangers villains. <laughs> it's actually a good point because I if if it is outfit, then that means she's got spandex like all the way up, literally up to like the base of her head, like all the way yeah. up her neck, which, which boy, would be pretty would s- uncomfortable. Yeah, it sucked to wear. Yeah, and would be hard to get on and off. So maybe they. If that is the case, that's actually amazing because it means they drew the concept art and then we're like, well, we can't make this costume, but I guess we could just draw parts of it on and that'll be fine. <laughs> like, that's really funny. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Fashion Corner is very much what happens when I watch TV. No, and listen, so I'm just like, what I is love, up with this girl's fat? I, I love Trakina's outfit. I don't love her hat. I don't know that if I've ever said that before, the like bug uh, headdress thing, but the rest of it I think is fantastic. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't, th- I'm going to have to keep an eye out for that. I don't think I've noticed. Um, so uh, Villamax introduces Loyax. Now I do have to briefly note that uh, everybody's name in this show is, ev- so like the, there was a bad. The first general's name was Treacheron, and his main characteristic was that he was very loyal. Okay, <laughs> so the names in this specific series <laughs> are really weird. This guy's name is Loyax, and he seems to be loyal. So it might be the first one that's basically correct, as far I as I can tell. <laughs> I was waiting for betrayal. If you name a guy Loyax in this series, he is yeah. going to betray somebody. And yeah. unless it's like, I betrayed good, he betrays no... Like Charaznabel, he has betrayed no one. Yeah. I, I, I do really like this guy's look. Uh, he's he's basically just a Dark Souls mini-boss. Oh, yes. yes. he d- yeah, he, he He looks... Um, he really does look like... Uh, um, you know, he looks like a, if you played an N64 game, like a Viking character would look like this. Cause he's, he, he basically just wears like armor. He's just like an armored guy with, uh, with like his helmet is, um, you know, in the, in the shape of a face basically, or maybe that's his body. Cause he's an alien who knows, but yeah, maybe but he's yeah, just metal. Just like, yeah. He's just a heavily armored, like, kind of viking or or ancient warrior he almost kind of just looks like a like a statue from lord of the rings or something like of of a warrior uh that's just moving around but it's a cool look and yes he does look like a a dark souls boss for sure i would Um, expect to walk down a hallway and have a statue come to life and it just be him yes yeah uh he also gives me um what are the big armored dudes in in zelda dark nut is that what they're called? I those guys. I think so. Yeah. yeah. It gives me those vibes as well. Yep. That's so, it. <laughs> so that, he says. I always forget uh, their name. name. That. <laughs> yeah. It's an interesting name. Uh, uh-huh. That's one way to so, put it. <laughs> so he says, uh, you know, here I am. T- I want to fight one more uh, battle. Uh, I've lived my whole life as a warrior, but I'm old. So I want to uh, have one more battle against a worthy opponent. Uh, and so that setup is like the difference, I guess, is he comes to them as opposed to them being like, Oh, let's use you for this. Uh, yeah. but, but he is in it for, for like one more fight. And so she suggested, uh, you should fight the power Rangers. Cause you know, and he, he does say like, 
oh, cool. Even if I, I mean, he does not say it this way because it's a children's show, but he's like, oh, cool. Even if I die, like that's a good way to go out. So, so that's fine. That works for me. Um, so we, we then cut to, uh, him going down to one of these, we, this, this episode actually has a lot of shots of like the different environment domes on Terra Venture, like as establishing shots. Cause before I don't think, uh, I don't think I realized how many of them there are. I thought there were maybe like four or five, but it looks like there's a ton of different little, like little environmental domes, uh, and they so, might have added more domes as the show went on, as they were like, "Oh, we need to explain more locations. Just yeah. like update yeah. our model. We need to explain why you can see the ocean." <laughs> yeah, yes. in these yeah. like Sentai shots. Yeah, the, you kind of can't get around at the that. domes. Like, they're not very big, and it made me wonder if, like, uh, I remember I have I've not seen the Truman show since I was like 10, but I remember he like to try to escape. He just gets in a boat and like goes out in the ocean till he hits a wall. Yeah. And that's what I kept thinking of with this because I'm (laughs) like how that ocean can't like go that far. There's just a really well-made matte painting. Like exactly down from the top. It's not about gender. It's not about gender. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Also, the do- like I the environment domes like you know they've kind of tried to imply like oh we use them for farming and stuff. This he shows up on what looks to be one of the outer ones and just starts smashing up rocks with his ma- his flail, and they're like oh no we're being attacked. And I'm like he's just <laughs> hitting rocks. Like what are you? <laughs> it's not like. Uh, a big problem, I don't think. But okay, I guess it's bad. He, he's generating a lot of smoke. It's a fire hazard. It's blocking yes, the yes. CO2 filters. Well, also, they are informed of this by Alpha 5, who still exists. Don't forget, calling them <laughs> to tell them that. Uh, yeah, cause... I saw Alpha 5 and got jump scared, basically. I'm like, what are you <laughs> doing here? Yeah. The... <laughs> Well, if it helps, the show also keeps forgetting that he exists because he only shows up like every six episodes or something like that. Um, but uh, Alpha Six is their replacement talking tree. Yes, exactly. Um, so they they head over to fight him, uh, and immediately uh, Maya attacks him first. And Loyax's first thing that he says is, no girl will defeat me in battle. And I'm just like, how can you tell? You too? How can he tell? You're an alien monster. That that is a fairly good question. Do you even have gender where you come from? Yeah. Yeah. Like like, everyone's statues. Why have gender? You, your your whole thing, you are like literally a metal man. I mean, yeah. not, not to say that all species have to have these same like gender dimorphism as humans, but how do you even know? Like that's, yeah, that's my question. How do you know that yeah. she's and it's a also, lady? Is she, this is all scenes from the Sentai. So this is ostensibly a male character coming. Like this is a male actor in a suit. Right. Coming at him, and he's like, oh, yeah, clearly you're a girl. It's like, you know, I appreciate that you can see people's actual genders, you know, when maybe yeah. they present a little differently. <laughs> but, like, you know, this is this is 
bad reinforcement of gender here. It's also just funny that that like again, she's the one that attacks him. She she like knocks pieces off of him with her her uh her saber and he's just like Ha, huh, valiant for a girl. I also like the reason I'm I'm we're hitting it so hard. It's like every sentence he says has but you're a girl in it. Like it it yeah. really he does not let it uh let it <laughs> drop. So he knocks her down and then uh Leo is like, "Hey, you know, I'll fight you. And he's like, oh, yes, the Red Ranger, a boy. That will be a good fight for me. <laughs> uh, and then um, Maya, you know, this is a Sentai shot because they wouldn't put together something that complicated in, in American Power Rangers. She drags him off of the cliff and you just watch them like tumble into the distance. In, yeah. Uh, like with... The rocky shore below, and I was just like, oh, they're just dead, I guess. Okay. <laughs> just uh, off into the green screen. Yes, exactly. Um, they go look around uh, and are not able to find Maya uh, immediately, and we cut up to uh, um, uh, Trakina, and uh, Deviat tells her, oh, well, he's dead. Probably. I don't know. We can't find him. <laughs> so most likely. And uh, she's like, no, find the body. Don't you guys know anything about how this stuff works? We have to find him first uh, and make sure he's killed that ranger. So you then know, we. Because he came to them. This was right. him coming to them being like, I want to fight the rangers. And she's like, sounds good. And now she's like, he died on the job? Bring me proof. Yeah, exactly. Then we cut to. Uh, Maya in a cave, uh, and her leg is injured pretty bad. They actually very rarely do they like scuff up rangers. I feel like like actually put on like some makeup to show that they're injured. Uh, but they they so they have... important reason for this. This is a basically shot for shot of what happens in the Sentai. Okay, where the Yellow Ranger also falls off the cliff he's got a big gash on his leg and even down to the golden like leg brace that okay, he throws over that's so oh, weird okay. that they copied something so faithfully yeah and just yeah. completely throughout the actual content of it, the plot it's so weird it is something that they've done like we i can't think of any specifics right at this moment but it is something that's been consistent with this series at least where it's like, you, why did you copy, like, these weird details, but the whole, like, plot is not the same? Like, why did you bother? Especially when it's not Sentai footage. It's like yeah. they reshot it. I, I don't get the, why. The whole enemy mind thing that's going on here is, yes. is something that happened in the Sentai. And they actually go on in the Sentai for, like, a minute or so of Hikaru on this guy's back just being like, turn here and the guy looks like he is you know loyax just does not know where he's going and it's uh, it's sold really well yeah i mean the 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 funny thing with this is like so so this is the second part that i just really hate which which is like we've talked a lot on this show about like power rangers what is like good and evil in power rangers and it's not 
you know, it's a show for little children, but he he's basically like, oh, well, uh, you're hurt and he's been blinded somehow. Uh, because he's old. Because he's old. Thank you. Uh, and he was like, well, this was supposed to be a great battle, but we fell down this hole. So uh, now we're not fighting. So I, I should help you out because that's like what I should do. And I oh, just good. Another thing of note, there is gas that is causing Princess Bride style like flare up things. Oh, which is the okay. reason they need to get out of there. Interesting. It is a we will both die in here of like gas. If okay. we do not do this. So we need to work together to both survive. Uh, Yeah, in this they say we should work together, but it's just because they're like stuck. That's it. Yeah. Uh, um, But he says, uh, but yeah, he throws her this golden knee brace that he just had on him, I guess, which, okay. Um, yeah. And he's like, she's like. Well, you weren't so nice when you pushed me over this cliff, over the cliff, which is not how I saw it, but okay. Um, <laughs> and he's like, "Well, you know, like I said, now we're not fighting, so we should help each other out of here." And she's just still confused and says, "Like, well, why can't we just be friends then if we're if you're being cool now?" And he's like, "Well, you're good, and I'm evil. That's why." <laughs> it's just like, okay, fine. Uh, come back to that later because it's very important that you know in the Power Rangers sense of I'm evil and you're good but he wasn't always evil right exactly they did keep that the same yeah uh, like you said but but like it's just I don't know it's just frustrating when he he just says like okay I'm we're gonna work together uh, to get out of here because we're not currently fighting and I am evil, but I can't, I couldn't possibly like hurt you while we're not fighting. It's just, I yeah. just don't, it doesn't make sense. And I understand he's supposed to be like this honorable warrior, but I f just feel like you can't be like, yes, I'm an honorable warrior. Also, I love evil. Like <laughs> you can do an honorable warrior that's like, on a villainous side, but not when, like, the side is literally, I just am evil. Like, it has to yeah. be, like, for some cause, I feel like. Like, you know, Perhaps when Klingons... Perhaps because you have depression. Right. But, like, when Klingons are the bad guys in Star Trek and they still have honor, it's like, okay, well, they're because they're on a different side. Like, I get it. But yeah. in this, it, it just doesn't work. Now, that said, uh, I do love watching uh maya just ride around on loyax's uh back and tell him which way to go that's that i like yeah it, i wish it lasted yeah. longer honestly it's pretty cute um but they they make she directs him and they they make it out of this cave uh and there's just this very funny like we did it together yes together hooray togetherness uh and then they get out and he's like, and now our togetherness is over. And he like throws her off and is like, and now fight time again. <laughs> yeah, her it's knee's still his, busted. His How is that an honorable fight? Yes. And also he, he once again is like, uh, and a, a fight with a Power Ranger is a ground grand challenge. Even if you are just a girl, <laughs> just has to bring it back out again. Um, Deviat shows up and is like, 
hey, why are, why is she still alive? Uh, did you go soft? And he's like, soft? How dare you? Uh, and Deviat's like, no problem. I brought a whole army. We can just kill this lady whose, uh, you know, foot is injured and no problems. And uh, Loyax is like, no, no, uh, an honorable battle. We have to have an honorable battle. And he actually fights uh, off the Stingwingers with her because he's, you know, got this code, I guess. Um, and uh, she beats a bunch of them with a big stick, which is pretty fun, but also is one of those things where it's these shows always eventually make you think that the the mooks could really just like children could beat them up in some cases literally because she defeats them with big stick (laughs) Uh, (laughs) but um she does trip again and and like because she's hurt loyax helps her fight them off uh and then deviat kind of gets tired of it and starts uh shooting at them uh, because he, he says basically Loyax, you're a traitor now cause you're helping her. Um, which is, I mean, a fair conclusion, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. I understand that from their perspective. Um, but how could you betray Loyax? It's <laughs> true. Yeah. How, how dare, how dare Deviat, uh, <laughs> a totally trustworthy and not devious person betray betray loyax i just can't get over their names um the the other rangers hear uh this and start running towards them uh loyax fights uh deviat for a little while and gets knocked down uh and is uh about to get blasted but then uh maya just leaps on Deviat, which is kind of awesome. Knee just, first. Yeah, yeah. She, with her bad knee. Yeah, she Muay Thai knees him with her bad knee. Uh, and then Deviat hits him with her big ball, uh, his big ball, uh, the flail thing. It, it is, I said flail earlier. I should be clear. It's like that weapon. It's like that uh one item in Twilight Princess, the Zelda game, where it's a, it's technically a flail, but it's like as big as his whole body. Yeah, it's just a, it's just on a chain. <laughs> so it's, it's it's Dark Nuts' weapon from uh from Link to the yes, Past. Yes, it is. That's oh, God. That's true. Uh, <laughs> uh, never has Dark Nut been more relevant <laughs> to our discussion. Uh, why do they call him that? Is it a weird translation problem? <sighs> Or is it, I Who guess because they're, they're like armored and you like to crack into. I don't know. I'm dark. I could see dark, nut dark knight. I could see dark knight like getting somehow mangled. Yeah, that's true. But, that, that might make sense because it's. Fr- I think they were called that even in like the first Zelda game. Um. Uh. Well, I googled it to, hoping I could find a very quick answer, but the first thing I see is the Japanese name for dark nut can be translated as tart knuckle, and that doesn't help at all. <laughs> the fuck? That doesn't help me. <laughs> uh, so, in any case, um, they he they attack Deviat together and uh, get him down, and then run off. Um, and uh, they they escape to uh, like another part of the beach, and the other uh, 
um, stingwingers like go the wrong way. And once they finally stop uh, being chased, Loyax is like, anyway, wanna, we can fight now. <laughs> it's just, it, it's very silly, but it, I, I don't know. I, it kind of, at some point I started enjoying, like, I, I just don't understand him. He's like, yes, team up. Uh, and anyway, now I'll kill you. Oh, wait, the other guys, uh, team up. <laughs> now I'll kill you. <laughs> I think oh. this is when he drops his gender thing, though, just to be like, okay, gender is done. Now is fight. Fight, yeah. fight, fight. Yeah, he 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 goes more on, on, okay. And then he does say, like, this is, yes, this is when we get his backstory, which is similar <laughs> to the Gingman version. But it there's a difference. He says, when I was young, I did battle in the name of good. Uh, but... And then he basically just says, like, but I fought so much evil that I I just, oh, I found the power of evil to be too strong and widespread, so I became evil. And I'm like, wait, <laughs> I I feel like your version, the, the Gingaman version, where it's like, oh, I got, like, people I cared about kept getting hurt. That, like, makes more sense. But he's yeah. just—he's just like I fought a lot of evil, and so eventually I was evil. Okay, it's that thing you know that people say that you get more conservative as you get older. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know he just got yeah. more evil as he got older. Yeah, yeah. Loyax is—he uh, uh, used to be uh, um, left-leaning, but now he's like a MAGA Republican. Exactly. Uh, he, <laughs> but he—he said he. So he's like, yeah. So anyway. Uh, you're just too young to understand that that you'll be evil one day too? Question mark. I don't know. His I, logic doesn't make a ton of sense. I, yeah, he's just like I'm too old to stop now. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 more what he says. He's just like I'm evil and old, and so that's how it's going to be. I've got too much yeah. fight momentum. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, the other rangers are are trying to get to Maya. Uh, but they get stopped by Deviat and uh, the Stingwingers. They get chunked out. Yeah, they do. Uh, they just get blasted and and kind of surrounded. Um, Maybe the bad guy should use guns more often. Seriously, yeah. they have swords. Sword guns beat swords most of the time. I like uh, I like Deviat's like wrist cannons. They're cool. Uh, so he she. Is like, come on, you don't have to fight me. Uh, uh, you know, you've been good before. You can be good again. Just fight with your heart. Uh, and he's like, no, my destiny is to be evil. And she's like, okay, well, what if I don't fight? And he just says, that's not an option. And here I thought she would be like, okay, well, then you'll have to just kill me because I won't fight you. But when he says, no, not fighting is not an option, she just goes, okay, and morphs. And I'm like, wait, you don't, he just said that. Yeah. You don't have to agree. Like, <laughs> uh, so she morphs. Uh, the other rangers are, are, you know, still getting waylaid by uh, the, ba- the other bad guys. Um, and... They we finally they they kind of uh, get closer to each other, and as uh, Maya is fighting Loyax, uh, he eventually 
get shot. Uh, wait, I think that's how, what happens. Yeah, they duel for a little while. They do that thing that I always love where they, they're like kind of circling each other and then they start like anime running in the same direction, <laughs> which I've seen in a bunch of like samurai movies and stuff like that. Yeah, and I this scene love is it. also important because this is where the sword break happens. Yeah. Yes, that's true. She, uh, they leap at each other, uh, and she uses her, her thunder saber, which they all have like an elemental attack that they use like once in the whole series, uh, uh, to break his sword in half. Um, and then she's like, okay, I win. And he's like, okay, so kill me. And she's like, again, no, I was telling you about how I don't want to fight you. So I'm not going to just kill you while you're laying on the ground. Um, and uh, he goes like, basically like, oh, you know, she, she reaches out a hand to help him up. And this is when he gets shot, uh, like you were describing earlier, Morgan. So he gets uh, hit with the this like grow thing, uh, which... In this in this show, they they don't really like early on. They showed it as a potion, but they don't really show like whatever it is most of the time. Um, but I guess it's you know they just they because in the in Gingaman it is like grog. It specifically is alcohol because the bad guys are are pirate themed, so they don't show it usually. But in this one, I guess, because it's like a syringe with alcohol in it, which don't do that. They felt like that was obfuscated enough that they just show it and he grows huge. Um, it is cute that it's like a syri- a barrel on the syringe. Yes, I do like that so too. So it's just yeah. like a little teeny bit of evil rum getting shot into your it's back. A little which... ke- it's a little keg, with a, with <laughs> yeah. a, uh, which is funny. Yeah, a little, uh, a little bit of Captain Morgan in there. Yeah, he, <laughs> now he's got a little captain in him, and apparently that makes him go, go mad. Uh, <laughs> the, the rangers... Uh, summon um well actually first maya tries to like talk tell him like uh hey you you know i thought you were gonna be good we just had this whole big talk and he says i can't stop and deviat's like that's right because now i have this uh remote control and uh you know now i've i've uh, I'll give you some backbone because you know he said you were uh betraying me before um, he replaced his backbone with alcohol. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, they say it's liquid courage, but apparently it's also liquid make you fight your friends. <laughs> liquid evil. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, both of those can be true. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so they summon the Megazord, um, which, uh, the you know, we get to see the uh, her, her Ginga Beast first or, or a Galact Beast, uh, which is fun. Uh, but then they they summon the Megazord. Uh, we have a Megazord sequence. Uh, it's okay, I guess. It's fine. I don't know. The Megazord fights are a little boring in this season to me. Uh, yeah. But I, they the costume doesn't seem like it's easy to move in. No, and they have these like extra Megazords also that that like are. I usually like that concept, but. 
they're like remote control and no one pilots them. So they also like don't talk at all. Like whenever they're on screen, there's like no banter or anything. So yeah, they're kind of extra boring. Um, this one is like a rhino, I think, uh, normally. And, and then, yeah. So they have a second one, uh, that, that shows up to help out. Um, doesn't really help. <laughs> no. Yeah, it sort of like briefly grabs it like it's a pawn in Dragon's Dogma. Yeah. It's about to tell yeah, me that, that Loyak's ill likes fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's about as much help as, as it uh, gives. Um, and then, uh, but then they see uh, Loyak says that this device is like remote controlling me. Uh, and the Megazord shoots a, like, rainbow palm laser I've never seen it do before uh, <laughs> to, to blow up this uh, little remote. Yeah, the, uh, the, the only way we can save him is to turn, turn him gay. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> we have to do this. Yeah. Um, and then he says, no one can ever make me be evil again, and uh, directly attacks Deviat on the ground, which is something that happens so little in Power Rangers, where the big thing actually tries to interact with the small thing, mostly because it's probably hard, because it's yeah. all just perspective. Uh, but uh, he starts trying to smash Deviat with uh, with his uh, mace, Um but I guess even though they smashed it, he can still he uses the remote to just kill him. He just die. He just pushes a button and he dies. Which <laughs> yeah. Is, uh, as we said earlier, pretty tragic. After he, you know, basically turned to the side of good. Um. But he he does last long enough in this version to say like thank you for showing me. Uh, you know, that I could be good again and you are a noble warrior. <laughs> and I really thought he was going to say for a girl before he dies, but thankfully he does not. Yeah, that uh, part's over. That. <laughs> Thank yeah. God. Yeah. He gave up gender when he decided it was fight o'clock. Yeah. He, 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 there were two things that Loyax loves fight and insult women. And but he likes fight more, so he yeah. he had to give it up. <laughs> I didn't need to fill any more time in in this episode, so they they just dropped the gender stuff. It's just wild that because it, it does just get dropped like ten minutes in, but until then, it's like every other line. Like and yeah. and also that's never resolved. Like it's yeah, no, not no, like he's that's like not what I was the end wrong. Moral is. Yeah, he's not like he's like I was wrong about women. They can be good fighters. That's not the plot at all. So no, it's just, it's just like then why do we do that? Uh, but then we get this this very uh you know a nice sequence where they uh are all on a sunset uh, on the beach at sunset with uh his his broken sword. Um, and she says, uh, Maya says, you know, uh, you fought with your heart and won your last battle. And that's how I'll always remember you. And it's, it's sweet. Uh, <laughs> and they even do the know. sword cross memorial thing. I know. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of like a very stylish shot. Like I, I, for Power Rangers, they don't really do this kind of thing that much. It's like. Uh, sunset, but obviously they've like tinted the the image so that all the rangers are basically just silhouette. 
uh, yeah. as they like walk away. It's pretty cool. Did I they just like straight it. up steal that from? <laughs> yes, they did. Okay, oh, great. That's what I figured. That's what Perfect. I figured. They they did this, it because where... someone else figured it out first. Yeah. yeah, this is where Hikaru is on the beach being like, I am rededicating myself to fighting the Balbin because, like, of the tragedy of this dude. Yeah, it's this season. Um, We've talked before about how, like, a lot of times when you see a cool shot, it is either because it's a Sentai shot or because it uh, they're copying a Sentai shot because, it, you know, Power Rangers is they were filming it. Like at a really low budget with like very fast uh, and didn't have like put the artistry into it. Not because they don't care necessarily, but just like budget and all that stuff. Um, This season, they have a they have a fight coordinator who worked on Kamen Rider and stuff before they came over. So the fights have been better, but the like, you know, direct the like actual directorial like camera work stuff, (laughs) you can still tell when it's it's gone to sentai because it like the camera moves around and like does anything other than yeah just sit there uh so that is funny that i was like oh this is a neat shot and yeah of course that's because they copied it directly from <laughs> the sentai um yeah but that's it it you know they 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 it, it is funny like i think this works this last part works okay obviously the whole the thing they just don't like, I don't know. They don't, they don't sell to me like Maya caring about this guy who, who is sexist to her and tries to kill her <laughs> constantly. But, uh, the last bit is, is like nice and, and is okay. Uh, yeah. but that's, but that said, it makes way more sense to me that this would have been like something that goes into like the, the final act of the series this it's just like i don't know this is episode 27 of like 52 or whatever it is yeah it's we're like gonna yeah. we're gonna completely forget about loyax in the very next episode yeah and let's not even talk about where uh the magna defender is the magna defender is just the Magna Defender does not care about the beach. The Magna Defender is doing <laughs> yeah. something else elsewhere. It's, it's funny. Um, I mentioned this because I had uh, Emily had told me, but I forgot, which is like, I was like, oh, it's really obvious uh, that like once the, the Magna Defender slash Black Bull like plot was over, that the character is just not around anymore because Mike, the Magna Defender, is, has not been in the last like, 10 episodes and Emily's like no he's around the whole series and I was like wait then where the hell is the character (laughs) like he's just not in these in this episode there is a cut to him in like an underground cave training with this big gold axe which he is told is the only way to defeat Okay. oh god I don't remember the name I don't think it's Titanics I think it's whoever the captain guy is so in Gangaman he's He's off doing a Goku, which is to say he's the strongest, so he has to just be over here doing something else until he is needed, I guess. He's off doing a Goku, but he he is specifically, like, Kegler, who is evil, has come to him and is like, I was betrayed by the captain, I want to have revenge, my solution to that is I'm going to take away your magic, but give you this super powerful axe in return. Okay. You're going to have to train and do this. 
you know, basically just self-destructive behavior right. just for revenge. And he's like, okay, going to go down in the basement and hang out with this keg guy for a bit and <laughs> train up. And I think something bad happens to him later because of it. That but sounds it's, it's been right. a bit since I saw this. Yeah. Huh. Okay. But yeah, so like, it's just, you know, that, that part's weird to me that like, cause in, in, in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, like, you know, there's that whole thing where the Green Ranger is not in the later part of the series cause he dies in the Sentai. So they just had to like come up with reasons for why Tommy isn't around. But yeah, in this, at, at this point in the series, they're just like, well, in our plot, like, we don't have that much for Mike to do, so he just straight up won't be on camera, and children don't have object permanence, so they won't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> as yeah. long as he's not there, they don't have any questions. Uh, but, yeah, so um, that is episode 27, Loyax's Last Battle. Uh, there are two more episodes uh, that are, like, you know, uh, um, monster of the week or character spotlights. And then we have the, the first ever like full on power Rangers are, uh, like, uh, team up, uh, oh, episodes, cool. which is exciting. Um, so I'm psyched for that, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, um, I don't, I don't know this, this one, I was kind of excited for, by the setup, but then like, once you get to Loyax, it's, it like the you shouldn't be evil, but I'm evil. But you shouldn't be evil, but I'm evil. Thing is like seven minutes. It's just too much. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just keeps going back and forth, and and it gets kind of boring. Um, His motivation also isn't great for the just like yeah. And I fought some dudes, but then I just kind of stopped. Yeah, because like, the version- reasons. Yeah, the version you explained where where it's like, oh, because I tried to be good and protect people, but everyone kept dying. Like, that makes more yeah. sense. Um, yeah. And so. it also parallels what Mike, you know, the Magna Defender is off doing of like, he is tr- he is killing himself to defend the planet. So, yeah. you know, they are seeing they are seeing this happen of people dying, even though it's for the sake of the planet. And it's, it's a good parallel, but you know, um, why? (laughs) Yeah. So we've got a couple questions from listeners. Uh, and if you have a question, you can send it to us at teens with suit on Twitter. Um, I said, ask us about noble warriors, codes of honor and falling off cliffs. Uh, and from Mike, uh, Mike Loves Rabbit on Twitter. Hi, Mike. Uh, do any of the later Power Rangers villains have a code of dishonor? That seems like a pun the show would have gone for by now. Huh. Um, I don't believe so. And one of the things that one of the things that's weird about Power Rangers is like you often have these bad guys who are like like. In the in Mighty Morphin, like Rita is just like I love being evil. It's the best, and and like Zed too. And they actually act that way, and that's fine. But then you later you start to have villains who are like supposed to be, you know, like a little more textured. And it's like I am uh I am a like 
noble warrior who follows a code and I'm super evil and it just like doesn't work. Like we were kind of talking about this episode and I feel like um, an, a code of dishonor where they're like, I can never tell the truth. Like that would be <laughs> against my code. Like that would be great. I, I They should do that. Because cause when you just want to talk about like this black and white good and evil thing for a little kid's show, then go all out. They're just make them bizarro like yeah. people. Yeah. Like just, just have them like completely like – follow this code of like i have to do the thing that's that's like you know i've got to betray people otherwise yeah. i yeah i you know that's unthinkable that's they should go my name is betray on i need to betray people <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's uh in dawn brothers which i am currently watching through which is uh, i think last season super yeah. sentai mm-hmm. uh the main character cannot lie in one scene he tries to lie and just falls over passes out and they have to kind of resuscitate him and they're like oh my god does lying kill this guy oh my gosh and i've heard that don brothers is very funny it's really funny um i am i think like 15 episodes through it and would wholeheartedly suggest it at this point my only qualm with it is two of the mate like two of the characters are cg in the fights which looks a little awkward it's because it it's based on a Japanese Momotaro. Folk, Momotaro, okay, and who's like a is Peach Boy, right? That's the yeah. That's and then that, and sorry, he's go got um he's got a bird and a monkey and a dog, yes. and so these are represented as the characters, and they're like, okay, so we're gonna make the dog this cute little CG character and we're going to make the bird this weird tall lanky CG character but like yeah. the monkey's just a dude in a monkey suit. Yeah, it's have you seen these these suits Iris? Yeah, I have. I, okay, I, I it's have so it weird. If you have not seen it, look up Google Don Brothers because like you said, the guy in the the monkey so to be clear, this is based on a, a Japanese like folktale uh, and the, his like sidekicks are these animal characters. And so there's a monkey in it and they just make him, uh, like a guy who just has a Sentai suit, but his, the arms are furry. But then the like, is it a cat or a dog? It's a dog. I was surprised. I was just like, it sure oh, it's looks a cat. Like it's a cat. cat. Yeah. yeah like, I would have oh, assumed no, he's the, a dog. the Black Ranger is a cat. <laughs> The 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 Black Ranger is like a is a is a dog and the Pink Ranger is a bird and they just look they're just like Sentai suits but CG and the God the Pink the Ranger looks real so scary yeah. yeah I hate it yeah. yeah the Pink Ranger looks like a like a copy pasta on R slash no sleeve or some shit yeah something that I think is actually kind of cool is the Pink Ranger is a guy. That's cool. Which is, I think, the first time I've ever seen that. Yeah, that's, um, yeah, I can't think of any time they've done that. They're, they just did a Red Ranger, uh, lady in the, in the, in Power Rangers, and that's cool. Uh, but I, I don't, I can't think of a pink, uh, I'm going to insert dude. my two cents there, which is, I don't think the outfits are that bad, but yes, the fake muscles are bad. That's my main problem with them, <laughs> uh, uh, we yeah we talked about it last time. Have you seen the Iris the new the so basically the next Power Rangers series? Oh, it's King is, Ogre. 
Well, it is, but they're not using those suits. Wait, what? Uh, so the ne- the next Power Rangers series is um, they are using the oh sorry the Power Rangers series my apologies yes yeah. nice. uh, they're using the uh, the mechs from Kuger I think is what it's called the one that's based on yeah. the the Zodiac uh, but the the suits they just made like American unique suits which they haven't done in like ever for a whole team I think they've only done once before. But uh, they here. I'll, let me look them up real quick. Uh, and um, Eric, you can you can cut this <laughs> if it takes me a while. But basically, Vamping for time. <laughs> basically, um, they they look. I, I don't love them. I don't. But some people like them more uh, in terms of what they look like. The main problem to me. Is that they have fake abs? Oh, what the and fuck! I hate it. The fake abs are bad. Like the I rest think it of would it's okay, uh, but like, I, yeah. I still think like the original Q Ogre, sorry, Q yeah, Ranger that, suits look way better. Yeah, that's that's my main issue. Actually, is that those are like my favorite Sentai suits, maybe ever. So it's like you you went. Why'd you do this to yeah. me? <laughs> They're not my favorite ones, but like they are really solid. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that that's the thing that kill. I, I, Morgan, I, I've, I've kind of come around to like. I think the little shield thing is okay. I kind of like the little like um, triangular piece of uh, of like silver on on the the hip, kind of. Yeah. As, but I do not. Yeah, the the fake abs. I don't. Like. I, I like the <laughs> yeah. I like the hip triangle more than I like all of them having the shield. Yeah, the hip uh, the hip triangle is a nice accent because I feel like you don't see that in a lot of Sentai of like you don't see that in a lot of Power Rangers or anything of just like fun stuff around that area. It's usually yeah. like chest up. Yeah. The, sh- the shield thing, I think I mostly don't like because I- I'm in the back of my brain. I'm like, it's because people love Tommy. I like, it, yeah, that might not be true, but like, that's it's all my brain true. can think of. It's so true. The- they yeah. milk the Green Ranger for-, for all that trope is worth. Yeah. Like, um, but in any case, I will say I like these better than the pink Don Brothers Ranger. <laughs> I'm sorry. I- Kiji-, <laughs> Kiji Brother is. Yeah, I am not a huge fan, but I've but I, I've heard I have, only good things about that series. It's just that, like, yeah, they're weird yeah. looking. Um, yeah, if you can get over the CG, then it's a good series about people dealing with a lot of problems, and the comedy works pretty well, and the action scenes have worked pretty well, um, and there's still stuff that I need to figure out what's going on. Cause <laughs> the main ranger from the last season is just working the bar in this season. And they, they know that, you know, that this character was here last season, but they're not telling you why he's here. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so there you go. Uh, that I think answers the question sort of maybe, <laughs> Uh, that has inspired me to now like I want to make a like a ranking of the of like the suits. Sentai costumes like it, which ones yeah, do it, I actually like the most? There's get, a, get the Let's Place tool. 
There's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of really good ones. I I, I think I said a while back that I just the saw the pow- Ghost Siger ones, and I'm like, holy fuck, those are snazzy. <laughs> that is the one that was Power Rangers oh, Megaforce. Yes. Yeah, the the yeah. first one. The yeah, those are neat. I like them. Um, yeah, there's a lot of good ones. There really are. It, it's it's tough to pick my absolute favorite. I think I like the Cuger ones, the Zodiac ones, so much because they have a lot of different body types, which Sentai doesn't do very often. Yeah. I think that's really neat. Yeah. Um, they they have actual like aliens. Like yeah, one of the the scorpion guy just has a is a scorpion guy. Yeah, um, that's something I love that they do too. They did it in the I can't remember the name, but the the animal series that was like four or five years ago, where everybody but the Red Ranger was basically in a fursuit. <laughs> they were all animal oh, people. The uh, the one that was that used Minecraft blocks. Yes, um, that one. Yeah. I, I like, oh, that was uh, a Zyogre? Yes, that's right. Yes. Uh, and I like when uh. When Sentai does that stuff, and Power Rangers will never do it. They'll ne- like yeah. it's always gonna be people, and that's fine, I guess. They but. eventually, partway through the series, they do have human personas that they yes. adopt, and they just have like little furry tails that they have on all the time, which is just kind of fun. Yeah, and I I I understood that because I I was sh- like I'm sure it is way harder to just like film every episode with in these big bulky suits. So I get it. Yeah. Um, so uh, let's see. Next question. Uh, Patch on Twitter asks codes of honor can often be pretty cliche. What's a new and interesting code you'd like to see a warrior abide by. The oh, only one I could God. think of that immediately sprang to mind was, was we, I mentioned him earlier, but Goku, who I would not really call an honorable warrior. He is basically driven only by like, I want to get the best fight. Yeah. I want to beat the strongest dude. And that's fun. And like very different than other, like, uh, like action show heroes. And, and all like, you know, you can, you can criticize Goku for being kind of a, not a very good person, uh, <laughs> but like it is different and interesting, yeah, in, in a way that I think is fun. Um, can you all uh, think of any other codes you would want a, 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 a warrior to abide by? A fun one that I was reminded of because I play too much FF14 is there is a boss fight in that game that is somebody will attack based on the amount of money that they are paid. So the the boss fight mechanic is to take the piles of money so the guy can't get paid so he can't do damage. Oh, yeah. And I love the idea. Yeah, I love the the idea of like, oh, no, no, I am doing this for the money. This is 100% contractual, though. Like, if you can't deliver right at the moment, then... Our contract is null and void. Like not even your standard mercenary, but like I will, but like you pay me for each attack that I do. Like that is yeah. like, that is very funny. That's that how his fight of, worked in Final Fantasy X as well. Like if you just paid him, uh, he he would just become a summon for you. Nice. I, I think as a villain mechanic, I think it works really well because you can have, you know, a neutral villain in terms of, Oh yeah, I'm just here for the paycheck. When the money runs out, I'm gone. That's fun. 
I there's um I I think uh I uh like the D and D alignments are very flawed, but <laughs> like true the idea of like someone who enforces true neutral, which is to say like as soon as one side like is too like starts winning, they just flip. That's kind of a fun <laughs> like I would like I don't know that you could make a show around that person, but it it is Have a funny you- idea like have you ever heard a record of lotus wars oh I, i've heard of <laughs> I'm it i'm trying to yes. figure out which character you're referring to here carla so carla is a immortal i think she claims to be immortal she's only been around for 500 years um she lived through basically an apocalypse oh, and so right, her this entire lady. thing yeah is so what happens is no matter who gets too much power She's I'm just going side. to grind them to dust. Yeah. So that nobody can ever take over because the second somebody takes over, then they will fall into hedonism and the world will and gotcha. they will destroy the island again. So she's just like, yeah, whatever. No. I'll support the villains, I'll support the heroes, but up into a point and then when you're about to unite the kingdom, she's like, okay. Her code I'm is going that to her code is that no one can rule. Yeah, I was going to say, make a bad joke, which is that her code is that no one man should have all that power, and that's her whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Lotus War I, I is su- pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I, I support Carla. I, I, I support women's wrongs. <laughs> yeah. And also, if you can't be a girl, you might as well just be Norio Wakamoto. Perfect. There's a lot of good women's good wrongs in Lotus War. Right. <laughs> Cool. I just finished watching that with someone and I'm just like, oh no, I am Lotus brained right now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's a, fu- I like, that would be a fun character to like play and maybe a, a, an RPG where it's just like, oh no, I like my whole thing is like, I, I don't want any side to like take over kind of, kind of like you just said. So like, yeah. Uh, Sorry, uh, current adventuring party. I think we've like pushed it too 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 far yeah. to one side. Uh, I, I think you, I think the dragons should be rampaging. Actually, um, yeah. So betrayal. Um, you got any that come to mind, Iris? Oh God, uh, I'm not sure. I do. <laughs> That's okay. No big uh, deal. It's it's, it's kind of hard to to think of archetypes that don't fit into at least warrior archetypes that that don't go for that particular trope yeah uh, or, that's, or, or that's, just don't have like a code trope at all yeah, yeah. That, that's like i think you know i like lots of characters that do have like an honor code but it is like especially when you think of like a warrior or like knight that is kind of the thing it's like that's usually they have a code of honor and like even if that honor is not like the same as as everybody else's like it, it is usually kind of similar okay yeah. well i i do have one okay uh so saber from fate stay night uh mm-hmm. you know king arthur you would expect would like have a sort of honor code um like what you often see in night movies and like the thing about shiv how chivalry is sort of portrayed in Fate Stay Night, at least. Um, mm-hmm. Not exactly how it is in Fate Zero. That's a rant for another day. <laughs> but basically, like, Saber's whole thing is like, 
Okay, I was summoned to do a job for my master. I'm I'm gonna fucking win this this like battle royale. Uh and Shiro is constantly trying to get Saber to like play it safe uh or to like not attack people uh that are currently in a, in a position of weakness either because he has like a affection for them or he thinks like they can team up or use it to a, to his advantage. And Saber keeps like saying, "No, I'm I'm here to win a war for you." Why do you keep right. telling me not to kill people? Yeah. Uh, which I think is uh, a nice, like, contrast to how sort of, like, the, the knightly code is often portrayed. Yeah, it's, like, completely, like, goal-oriented. It's like, yeah. no, this is what we're doing. Yeah. And it, what we what it takes to get there is, like, what we're doing. That is interesting. Yeah. Saber Especially has to, covered wars. Shiro wants to be a superhero. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially to codify it to be like, if you, you know, if you were playing a character who that was their code, that would be a fun, like, no, like, this is the most efficient thing to do our goal, whether you, it it fits your, like, moral or not. Like, so that's what we're doing. That's that's cool. You might say that a lot of the thematic discussions in Fate Stay Night hinge around, uh, you know, the the flaws of uh, pragmatism and instrumentality. You okay. might say that. That sounds like... <laughs> the, For more, the please, way you phrase please it watch, makes... uh, please listen to podcasts about the historical King Arthur. Yeah, yeah do <laughs> please it. Please listen to Saber slash metrics. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Okay, I have one more question. Uh, M. Healy asks, I know you're past Zordon, but he was a weird godhead who gave gave his chosen heroes an arbitrary list of rules they must follow lest they be stripped of their powers. Are the Power Rangers actually paladins? Is the question. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, yes. Yeah, for, they like, are. Third edition paladin. Yes, 100%. I'd never thought of it. That- I mean, Power Rangers are paladins. That's very much the trope. But like literally how like D&D used to work. Yes, 100%. They, if, you have they have to follow their code and if they don't then they lose their powers and their code is extremely arbitrary i've never yeah. i've never considered that for and now i'm going to have to live with this knowledge for the rest of my life it is it is and they funny. have to go go pray at the zordon shrine up in the hills they sure yeah do. to get their powers back it is funny that uh even D&D, a game that i enjoy but like listen has a lot of problems was like it's probably bad that you're you literally your character just stops working if you don't do exactly what like the list of rules says. Yeah, it sort of discourages That's... having like a character arc. Yes, yeah. Yeah. it's like if you try it's... to do character development, you don't get to play the game anymore. It's like, oh, so I should like I should start my character following these rules and never change like how I operate at all. Okay, cool. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, you know, I like, and also, I mean, this is, is not like really here nor there, but like the, that stuff always really prayed, uh, or like depending on who your dungeon master or game master was, they could really strictly interpret like your God's rules 
and then oops i like i took uh you know coins off of this uh this goblin i guess that counts as stealing <laughs> i've lost all my powers like shit okay um and uh like and yeah zordon you know he he sets out these rules that even in the very first se- season you know he doesn't really explain why those are his rules so much and they just are like okay i guess that's how it works and if i don't do this I lose all my and nobody ever does because uh, it's you know a kid been show. But a really that is that is an interesting creative, way to phrase it. Like and thing that I had not thought of it that way. It also makes me just like uh, want to like have the situation be where uh, rangers lose their like powers the because they didn't rangers into the rules. like because like um, some of them do kind of make a pact yeah, like a you. warlock style pact okay, with their their person kind their, of dropped off. Yeah, Zach also cut out for me. Okay, okay, good. I was just like, oh, I'm going to pontificate because I don't hear anybody else. I really hope I'm not speaking over somebody else. No, I think... Oh, sorry, we, did I lose everybody for a second? You sure did. Your mic kind of dropped off. Oh, okay. Yeah. You can hear, hear me now. Okay, well, anyway, I was just saying, uh, I wonder if the other... You know, you could sort the other teams because uh, some of them, uh, like, their their power comes directly from their... Uh, uh, their mentor, which is kind of a warlocky thing, like you could you could sort some of them into other classes, but the original Power Rangers are for sure paladins. Yes, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. Um, well, that's all the questions I've got. So if you have a question, you can send it to us at Teens with Tude on Twitter, uh, and we will answer it on the show. Um, and that's going to do it for us this episode. Uh, Morgan, is there anything you'd like to plug or point people towards? Uh, not really. Um, I guess get into STEM. That was something that people at work were talking about today. And young people should get into STEM. Oh boy. (laughs) Great. Yes. It's awesome. Look, I, I work ostensibly at a school and they're like, yeah, we need more young kids to get stem early on because we need we want kids to be good at science we more we need more kids to exploit <laughs> eh. stem is good it's just like yeah. other things are also good yeah yeah <laughs> like yeah but media okay. literacy also important yep <laughs> yes yeah there you go that's boy that's it sure what, is that's God. what we pitch Probably learn more important right now. Learn what symbolism is. That's yeah. that's what we sh- we want you to do. Fucking uh, begging perfect. you. <laughs> uh, Iris, is there is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, yeah, if you want to learn what symbolism is, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, listen to Saber Slash Metrics, a sincere and critical analysis of the Fate franchise, uh, also on Audio Entropy. Uh, and also check out Eidolon Playtest, uh, yeah. where an actual play podcast where I am one of the players. Um, you know, we've we've heard of uh, we've heard of actual plays that use subtlety and they're cowards. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. and subscribe. Uh, if you subscribe to the Patreon, they will read your name off. We uh, sure will. Yeah. Like my name, so yeah. <laughs> Luke is a wonderful storyteller, and subtlety, yeah. I not once has ever been <laughs> not <laughs> once that he's gone for. So, yeah, you should check that out. Um, for me, uh, you can follow me on Twitter uh, at Teens with Tude is uh, my handle, 
and I guess just you know uh, listen to this show because I'm gonna <laughs> we'll, we will continue doing it. Um, I guess the last thing I'll say is like thanks for people for sticking with us as we switch to a, a an every other week schedule. Uh, it turns out that living in society is difficult and it's a lot easier for us to do this schedule. So thanks for everybody <laughs> for sticking with us. Um, yeah, so that's going to do it for us. Uh, I realize now I didn't, uh, explain to y'all how we normally do sign off, but we'll hopefully figure it out. Uh, so for Teenagers of Attitude, I have been Zach. I've been Iris. And I've been Morgan. Yay, and may the power protect you always. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Bye.